Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Reunited and it feels so good. Welcome to the Next Reel Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, your weekly list challenges, and more. And I'm Mandy Kaplan, reunited with my peaches and herb, 
Tommy Metz the third. That's me. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. And Andy Nelson. Am I peaches or am I herb? <laughs> you guys battle it out. <laughs> we got to... You're to Neil. I'm peaches <laughs> and you're to Neil. It's a super group. I love, I love this it. blend. That's great. It's a collab. That's what the kids call it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to punch myself for saying that. How are you guys? We've had some time away from each other. We have. We have. Yeah. It's been a while. I'm doing good, but I have a little bit of a stomach ache, but I'm not going to let it get in the way of my shot. So don't even worry about it. It's going to go <laughs> mm-hmm. great. Um, well, I was going to ask you what you guys have been watching, but I know what Tommy Metz Third has been watching. Oh, Why do don't you? you tell the people? Yes, I've been watching White Lotus, something that I completely slept on. I had no idea that it was happening. I'd never heard of it. I, ever since HBO Max became a thing, like I'm... I'm not complaining about HBO Max, but it's just things don't feel like the events that they used to be. When old, when new HBO shows, like I knew it weeks ahead of time and I was all excited. And now it seems like they just have 19 shows. And I'm like, is this the old Gossip Girl? Is it a new Gossip Girl? What's happening? But White Lotus, I have been really been enjoying. And the final uh, show, the final episode for this season is very short. It's like a six episode season is on this uh, Sunday and there's a big mystery to be revealed. So I'm a big fan of it. And I'm not alone. It has been renewed for season two. Yes, everybody out. is loving this show. I have yeah. not started it yet, but it is first in our queue. Yeah. If I could stay up past 8.15, right. then we would watch it. <laughs> yeah. That is not an exaggeration. I've never even heard of it before, so. About oh. age, isn't that weird? Yeah. It's Steve Zahn. It's uh, Connie Britton. It's a bunch of great people in addition Jennifer to those Coolidge. two. Jennifer Coolidge is great in it. It's really neat. and It's, it's all, a Mike White show. Wow. Right. Oh, okay. Correct. Gotcha. It's all helm, written and helmed by Mike White, which is, and he, you can sort of tell that it's a Mike White show. Uh, it's a, it's kind of crazy in that way, but it's all, it's sort of like an upstairs downstairs that takes place at a tropical resort. Oh, fun. and so you meet a bunch of uh, guests and then a huge amount of the staff, and it all takes place over one week. And there's a mystery, and there's a, and it's sexy, and all sorts of stuff. So it's, it's I'm a really big fan. The next season is going to take place in a new location with a whole new cast. He's doing like an anthology with it, which seems to be very fashionable. I heard, and and please let me know if I'm wrong, oh. that HBO said to Mike White, "We're in a pandemic. We need a series." And in like a month, he gave them all the scripts. They made no changes. And they booked this hotel in Hawaii and they locked it down with the whole cast and crew. Oh, wow. And they filmed it all p- pandemic style. Huh. That would make I sense. I have not heard any of that. Again, That's it came out I of heard. kind of like how Andy's never heard of it. This came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I was on the AV club. The AV club was like, uh, who's, who's, who do we think the mystery is about? And I was like, what's this? And then I just started <laughs> watching it because it's very buzzy and it's, it's a lot of mm-hmm. fun. That also makes sense maybe that it's so short, that it's a pandemic thing because the whole thing is just six episodes right. Right. all a little yeah, bit yeah. over an hour so oh that's cool good for him that's what i heard or maybe i made it up just to keep the conversation lively we'll never know <laughs> the distinct possibility well I, I i i have a friend who works in the industry in hawaii and i know that they are being very strict on how they lock stuff down and everything like when he mm-hmm. when he came over here uh to visit and then went back he had to sit in a hotel room for two weeks you know quarantined yeah. and so they're being very tight on all of that, just so that they can kind of keep these things moving. So, so and I believe it. Them. Yeah. Oh no. Well, it's, it's yeah. really the smart way to do it. So, and Mike White, he's an interesting guy. Like, uh, he's one of those people who I, I feel like his his personality is I don't know a very quirky one. And sometimes I'm like I I can kind of truck with his stuff. And sometimes I'm like meh. 
yeah, he's he's an interesting one, and you know, it, it's just a very quirky sort of storytelling style that he has. But he's self-made. I, uh, yeah. I have a lot of respect for him, and his voice is unique. Yeah. Congratulations, Mike White. I approve of you. <laughs> oh, that's great news. <laughs> Seal oh, of approval. It'll be in the mail. renewed by Mandy for another year of life. <laughs> and then if we could see him, he would be going, Dear Diary, today <laughs> is a big day. Uh, what are you watching, Andy? What are you into? I have... Not been watching much. I have been so busy on so many other things that I just haven't had a chance to really tap into anything. The only thing I will say that I have watched recently, and I kind of snuck it uh, with my son last night, uh, mm. even though we were supposed to be waiting for my wife and daughter so we could all enjoy it together uh, this weekend. Uh-huh. It was the first episode of What If, the new animated Marvel show on Disney Plus, which is kind of it's kind of fun to see what they're doing with that and the way what. Is that what is what if? Because I hear about it all the time. Yeah, and I'm probably not going to watch it. Although I did watch Loki. Spoiler alert! But tell me, what is what if? Are they just sort of like reimagining Marvel stuff? Basically, that's exactly what it is. And and huh. you know, and the whole idea of now that there's this multiverse and everything, it's the idea of what if this one thing happened instead of the other thing that you all know happened um what if that had happened where would the story go and so sliding doors it's a very much a sliding doors exactly sort of situation so the very first episode is uh, a captain america story and what we have is at the very beginning instead of uh well steve rogers is getting i I know neither of you i'm probably talking to the wrong crowd neither of you have sure seen captain america but steve rogers he's in this tube getting ready to be injected with this serum that will turn him into a super soldier he's a scrawny little thing and something goes awry and peggy carter there's one little change like in the movie she goes to like watch from an observe observation deck but here she's like no i'll just stay in the room and because of that one change uh, when the attack happens, uh, long story short, but Steve gets shot, This the the experiment has to get done or it's going to be ruined forever. And so she decides to hop into the chamber and she turns into the super soldier. Oh, And so now we kind of have this little, it's a half hour show, but we're watching what if Peggy Carter had become uh, Captain Carter. And now she is the one who is doing all of this sort of stuff. And so we get to kind of see a different story take place just because of that one change. And so it, you know, it's just kind of and, fun and reimaginings of the tale. going to be like the whole season or they yeah. just do one episode? Yeah, so this that was it. That was the Captain America episode. And so... Oh, I like that. Yeah. Where you don't have to follow them the whole time. Exactly. I mean, they, I, I don't think they're huh. going to be connected in any way. I know there's going to be a yeah. Doctor Strange one coming up. I know like what they've teased so far is that um, what if in the Guardians of the Galaxy story, what if instead of picking up uh, Chris Pratt's character, what if they actually pick up uh, Chadwick Boseman down in Wakanda and he he goes off to become Star-Lord up in space and what if Killmonger uh, becomes the new Black Panther character? And so there's all these different, you know, what oh. if, it's just a what oh, if is scenario. Is it yeah. animated? It's an animated show. They did. This, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, they, okay. they did actually do a lot, get a lot of the actors to do their voice work and actually Chadwick Boseman did his voice work. I believe it's now going to be the official last project where you'll actually get to hear oh. anything from him but but it's fun it's that kind of like fun it sounds yeah. like i won't be smart enough to really enjoy all the intricacies if you're if you're not familiar with the story you may like so what so why is that different <laughs> yeah <you> right can... <laughs> is yeah. there an episode where uh kaniki does knock up rizzo oh interesting <laughs> am i that's interesting 
Yeah. Now I want now. to do a new what if series that is just a, a spinoff of all of TV. And we can go back and pull those little stories out and say, you know, what if what if the Fonz really did get uh, knocked out by Tom Hanks's karate moves? You know, things like That's- that. That's wow. so funny because I was going to say, what if Joni didn't love Chachi? And <laughs> so we both immediately went to Happy Days. I, uh, like minds, like minds. Yes, Andy. Um, well, I have been watching Schmigadoon and uh, enjoying course, it. Yeah. And I've heard it's not popular, but I think it's clever and fun and the talent is off the charts. Pete is an enormous fan of it. He oh, recommended good. me. I'm going to be watching it after I finish uh, other other things that I'm watching. So yeah, he loves it. And I have a friend well, who also speaks very highly of it. So I think oh, you're in good. you're in a good camp. I think just Mandy Fabian didn't like it, and she claims nobody does. And <laughs> that fits. She's not that here fits to defend profile. her stance. So we're going to no. say it's the biggest hit of 2021. Oh boy, the bona fide blockbuster. Love it. All right, gentlemen. Mm. Speaking of bona fide. Blockbusters, it's time to reveal our trailers. And I am so excited about my trailer. I got (laughs) it in first, as I often do. And if either one of you says a bad word, I've got a bone to pick. It looks so incredible. It is a musical. They incorporate pop music. It is a fairy tale. The story of Cinderella. It stars Billy Porter as the fabulous godmother. It is the Amazon Prime remake musical extravaganza, Cinderella. Dresses by Ella. Here's a laugh. This girl fancies herself a businessman. (laughs) Cinderella, it's only my love for your father, rest his soul, that stands between you and a life on the street. I have to make a life for myself. I'll sell one of my signature dresses. Soon everyone will know my name. (sighs) To make sure your nuptials are done properly, we shall hold a ball. You shall find a bride. Cinderella, you don't need to go to the ball. Please, stepmother, I spent weeks making this dress. My future depends on it. I am your fabulous godmother. Do you want to go to that ball and meet a bunch of rich people who will change your life? Yes, I was just crying and singing about it like two minutes ago. Then go, you shall! Oh, look at that. This is different. Okay, Dad, you said you wanted to be a businesswoman. It's magic time. Holy. When I saw the trailer, I was like, who is this young lady playing Cinderella? That is Camila Cabello. Huge international pop star oh. in her first film role. Huh. Oh, wow. Okay. And the only hiccup in all of this, because I'm so excited. The choreography looks amazing. The costumes look lush. The color is beautiful. But Pierce Brosnan in another musical, really. Did we learn nothing <laughs> from Mamma Mia? <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't hear him sing, though, did we? So maybe he doesn't. The trailer, maybe he doesn't no. sing. I'm hoping not. So (laughs) were you guys like, oh, Mandy and her GD musicals, or did you think it looked good? I I love musicals. I love musicals. (gasps) I really don't care for the story of Cinderella, but to be fair, I think a lot of that stems from the fact that I find the animated Disney film to be very thin and very lacking. I really dislike all of the, the 
antics that go on in that particular film with the animals. I will say I was a little disappointed that we still have to deal with all the animals, but I get it. You got to turn them into their, you know, the people driving the carriage and all that. Yeah. I was like, Oh, of course, here we come with him again. Of course. Again, didn't they learn their lesson? I mean, actually I know he's great in musicals, but still it's, I, I struggle with the story of Cinderella. I, I appreciate it sometimes though. Like actually, appreciated Kenneth Branagh's remake that he did a few years ago. And I think my favorite version is probably the one with um, Drew Barrymore uh, ever after. I really, ever after. I, I love yeah, that one. I, like I think that one. that's great. Um, I think there's a lot of things in this that look like it may be something that I'd be interested in. There is a lot of stuff that I still kind of struggle with, but I feel like they're having fun with it. I'm like, you know what? I may be able to get past my issues with the story and just go along with this one. Um, plus many drivers in it. And Rhythm I really Nation. enjoy her. So. And it's Kay Cannon, Pitch Perfect. She She's Saturday Night Live. She's hilarious. So there's a lot of funny in the trailer. Yeah. When Rhythm Nation started, I was like, wait, what? And then she's like, I want to own my own dress shop. And I was like, got yeah. it. I get it now because it's going to address some of the more problematic or out, let's say outdated. We're using the word problematic too much these days. But the outdated feelings of, oh, I'm covered in cinders, so thank God a woman or a man with a foot fetish is able to come find me and save me. It's like Sleeping Beauty needs to be next. Of like, There's a lot of creep going out <laughs> in Disney stuff. And so it's nice that she has her own, and she even says like, I don't, like, I what's, it's a pretty cool line of like, I don't want to be prisoner in a castle as much as I, or or a prisoner in a basement. I'm, clearly I was not on the writing staff, <laughs> but it's something like that. They're addressing that just throwing money and a man at you doesn't solve all your problems, which yeah. uh, I disagree with, but it's fun. It's a fun idea. <laughs> and where can people reach you if they want to pick a bone with that statement? <laughs> or if they just want to throw a man at Tommy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take the man, the, the prince. He might be the prettiest man I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I think he looks awkward. He does look awkward, yeah. but he's very pretty. Yeah. So, um, no, I'm, I will, I'm excited. I'm a little... It, the trailer definitely took me on a ride, and I like that they're at least playing with it. Because another, just another straight across the plate Cinderella. Why we don't need another right. one? Don't need yeah. It. yeah, yeah. I'm excited. When does it wait? When does it release? Oh, uh, September fourth on Amazon Prime. Excellent. Kay Cannon wrote and directed. I have high hopes. She did Blockers, which I actually I I was a little <laughs> not sure going into that one, but I ended up mm-hmm. enjoying it quite a bit. I thought she actually did a good job with it. Oh, I didn't oh, see, that see one. Blockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. yeah. I like that too. Oh. Um, well, now I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, mine is based in the fact that I forgot to do this. And then I looked on iTunes and I was like, Michael Keaton, I like him. And I pressed copy paste. It's called The Protege. Most people are good, some people are bad. But you, you're the rare gift. So get in and get out. You can always think on your feet anyway. Not so much tonight. We sent away so many prematurely. Either by my hand or through you. We never sent anyone away who didn't have it coming. We all have to pay for our sins eventually. Me. 
Someone killed a friend of mine because of a contract he completed years ago. Oh, yeah? You could be answers. Probably the last thing you ever say. Why don't you just consider it a mystery best left unsolved? You know that I'm no good. No, I'm excited because I love the John Wick movies. I love practical action. And I like, I'm hoping that this will be another sort of in the canon of like an atomic blonde where we're giving a badass female the action to do. Um, and Maggie Q is great. And I love Michael Keaton in whatever he does. Sam Jackson is, of course, also in it. Sam Jacksoning it up. And it looks like fun. Does this have any interest for you at all? I'm sure Mandy probably not. Maybe. And Billy did Porter you like the, is you? the fabulous godmother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't catch the dance sequences in the protege trailer. Yeah, it just it looks so typical to me. There's nothing about it that that you know on these shows. I have definitely been introduced to action films that I'm like, huh, that one looks intriguing and funny. And I'll go, I'll check that one out. This was not one of those. Sorry. Even with Michael Keaton, that's, I think that's really the one, the thing that breaks it out for me is I just find I'm so glad and I want his sort of renaissance to continue. So yeah. I didn't keep me fun in this movie. And he looks like he's doing some fight scenes. That's exciting. Oh? Did you watch the one that he did with, um, the, how was the kid from, uh, the Twilight movies. What was that movie that he did? <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Lautner? Lautner? Yes, Taylor Lautner. Did you watch that Michael, Michael Keaton, movie? Keaton was in it? Oh, is that the founder? Just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know that Michael Keaton was in a movie with Taylor Lautner. It was one of those movies I'm like, oh, really? You were doing so good. It was uh, American Assassin. Not Taylor Lautner. It was Dylan O'Brien. Oh, Maze Runner? Uh, American, American Assassin. Um, I, I saw that. I'm like, oh, he's at that point in his career. He, you know, he, he got a bunch of accolades, and now he's just taking all these sorts of things that come his way. But, and this kind of felt like that, too. I mean, I, I wasn't totally thrilled by the direction of this. That being said, I think Maggie Q would be really fun to watch. And, you know, they could turn this into some sort of an interesting John Wick style movie. I like Martin Campbell as a director. I think that he can do some oh, fun that's right. stuff. That's yeah. the other reason that I like it, because I love whatchamacallit, um, Zorro. Yeah. His Zorro yeah. is my favorite sort of action movie of all time, as far oh. as the directing. Uh, and so, yeah, I have high hopes. Mandy, you're overruled. Next. Okay. <laughs> I, although I will say the funny thing about watching this trailer is I was like, Pete's trailer last week looked awfully similar to this. It was Woody Harrelson oh, no. as the as the the kind of the trainer. And I can't remember who it was as the trainee. And it was called Kate was the name of that movie. And she's just good driving around kicking butt and stuff. <laughs> oh, all right. But double feature. Yeah, yep. exactly. Double feature. And this one comes out when, Tommy? Only in theaters on August 20th. So good luck, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Another. Yeah. I think that. Have fun, Delta. They're going to start shifting those, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Well, all right. For my trailer, I went to uh, uh, definitely a little bit more of the bonker, bonkers land. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that there's something to the direction that at this point in his career, Nicolas Cage is taking because I'm finding the choices that he's making really, really interesting and over the top 
craziness. And I love that he is all in. He's always been just fully all in on the projects mm-hmm. that he does. And in this particular case, in Prisoners of the Ghostland, he is doing exactly that. This is the new film by Sion Sono. My granddaughter has been lost to us. I would have her return to me post-haste. And you, sir, I am told, are the man to do the job. Each arm is equipped with an explosive device. Your trousers are also equipped with explosives. (laughs) Really? Just beyond the point where we now stand lies a highway where evil reigns. What is this? At the end of five days, if you have not returned with Benice, well, I think you get the idea, son. Godspeed. This is the ghost land. A land of no escape. We are not the ones who hold her captive. It's been two days, and still she is missing. How do I get out of here? You must surrender to fate. In the trailer itself, you even have a, a you know, you'll, you'll have like critic comments and things like that. And in the trailer itself, it says, probably the craziest movie I've ever been a part of, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas I'm like, Cage. That, I've never seen that I have never oh seen that either. God. I'm like, that is crazy for a person who's making stuff like Colorado Space and, uh, you know, uh, Pig, I like Pig Mandy. and Mandy. Yeah, it's like, yeah. this is this is what he's saying is the craziest thing that he's done. So I am incredibly <laughs> incredibly curious about this film. I've only seen one other film by Sion Sono, which was on the opposite end of his career at the start, which Suicide Circle, which was really interesting. Um, okay. But this is just over-the-top insanity, and like I'm just really curious as to what's going on in the story where, you know, he is, it looks like, a prisoner, and he is basically taken out by a governor to go rescue his daughter. It ha- kind of has an Escape from New York vibe to right. it, and that's I think another reason that I'm drawn to it, as he has to go into but this with genital, bombs. yeah, <laughs> genital bombs. <laughs> You're welcome. So <laughs> funny. So, uh, what did you two think? I'm super interested. What I like about um, so much about Nicolas Cage is that he's not doing. You sort of brought up um, Michael Keaton this way, but what people like Bruce Willis and so many other actors are doing that's actually it's, it's a new genre. They call it geezer teasers, where you hire an actor that had stature at one point that is at the end of his career or something. And you feature him very strongly on the front of the, whatchamacallit, the poster, and he or she is in it for five minutes, Yeah, usually behind a desk or something. We're seeing this. If you go to like a red box, uh, it's just all Bruce Willis in direct to DVD <laughs> movies that no one has ever heard of, nor will see, but it's very popular for like the, the market that still uh, follows around Steven Seagal for his fake fighting movies and stuff. They're called geezer teasers. I like that Nicolas Cage isn't phoning in these things and isn't showing up, taking a paycheck. Even Morgan Freeman is showing up in what I call like um, desk acting. 
Yeah. Where he's wearing the same suit in every movie and he's behind a desk <laughs> and he just sort of goes, I don't know if I like that. And then he's never seen again. And that's it, except <laughs> over the phone. Uh, I like that uh, Nicolas Cage is still like he's the lead and he's throwing himself in it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I like to. Yeah, I think he's going on a really interesting journey. So and I thought this trailer was cut together beautifully. Geezer teasers sounds like one of those late night infomercials for a man's grooming product. <laughs> it might right? be. It might be. I was falling asleep when I read the article. So potentially. <laughs> yeah. Ladies tired of your man's ear hair. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, that I would thought, be a geezer tweezer. Hello. I uh, know that I thought this trailer looked like it was shutterstock footage pieced together. It <laughs> wow. made no sense to me. Uh, it looked like a parody of itself. You know, there's some guy and he's like, here's your assignment. You're going to find my daughter. And it was like, it was so schlocky. And, I, and then I saw Nicolas Cage's face and I thought, oh, for sure, this is going to turn into a comedy, a parody of this kind of movie. Yeah, right, And right. it did not. But yeah. I can't take him seriously. And so uh, this is, uh, yeah. It, I, it does not intrigue me on any level. I'm in. <laughs> what if there was a big Rhythm Nation part? There might be. It looks like that could happen. Bananas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like this is coming out September 17th, 2021. And I don't know, are we going to see this streaming? Is it theatrical? I kind of wouldn't think they're going to push this theatrical, but you never know. Just right. don't know. So there it is. Prisoners of the Ghostland. I don't think of Nicolas Cage as a big theatrical draw anymore maybe i'm wrong pigs out there pigs out there and that and getting great reviews great reviews okay (laughs) um oh boy are Uh you ready for a game (laughs) it's my favorite part it's games all right (laughs) this one was hastily thrown together uh yeah the best kind yeah okay so we are doing 80s movies in the next reel, in the current series. So I'm going to name a year and two stars. Ooh, okay. You are going to shout your name and tell me the name of the movie. <laughs> we have to shout our name first? Is that part yes. of the You have to challenge? buzz in by saying your name. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to be bad at this. You're going to okay. be good at it. These are it's... softballs. I feel the games I have come up with in the past have been challenging and frustrating to some oh. so i i made it nice and gentle this time okay i love it okay so the 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 answer is just the name of the movie got it yep okay Tom. but you gotta say okay i'm just practicing I'm sorry. Yeah. and uh, let me say don't shout because you might scare me okay <laughs> oh. here we go sorry got it <laughs> so 1984 oh. ralph macchio pat marita tommy andy Tommy was Ooh. first. The Karate Kid Man. You got a point. Hooray! That's a great movie. 1986. Mm-hmm. Molly Ringwald, John Cryer. Tommy. Yes. Pretty in Pink? Yes. Mm. I'm better at this than I thought. <laughs> 1989. Ooh. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter. Andy. Pray. T- Pre. <laughs> Andy. I forgot my name. Is my name Pre? We're calling me Pre from now on. Go ahead. Pre, yep. Andy. Like the Pre Fontaine, the, the runner. Yeah. Uh, it is Bill and yeah. Ted's Excellent Adventure. It is, Andy. All right. Uh, let's do Eric Stoltz, Mary Stuart Masterson. Pre Fontaine. 
That was Tommy. Okay. Some kind of wonderful? Yeah. Which I've never seen. Is that oh. sacrilege to have never seen? It is. Yeah, I can see it's by your great. face. It's okay. great. Okay. 1985. Mm. John Cusack, Daphne Zuniga. Huh? Oh, uh, Andy. The sure thing. Yes. Yes. I've also never seen that. And I've heard that that's amazing. It's, is that Rob Reiner? It Did is. I make that it up? is Rob Reiner. It okay. Is. Yeah. Right, Tim, Tim Robbins pops thing. up in that one, too. Oh, here's, that's fun. Yeah. Here's the challenging one. Okay. 1983. Chris Peterson, Bill Coyne. What? I don't know those names. <laughs> uh, is there a third, is a third actor in that movie, maybe? Tommy. Yeah. Howard the Duck. I'm just going to give it a real stab. <laughs> nope. That right. is a movie called Suburbia. Oh, okay. I've heard of the name of it, but I've never seen it what, and don't know those wasn't actors. Wasn't that a George Clooney movie? Suburbicon. That's a, another one. Suburbicon, yeah. of course. A little different. You're right. Okay. For a bonus, so it, the score is three to two. Oof. Tommy oh. is in the lead. Yeah. I need this point. The bonus question is worth two points. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And this is the end of the first round. Oh, okay. What do all of those films have in common? Oh, okay. I wasn't seeing that. Um, can you just read what through the names of the movies Karate again? Kid, Pretty in Pink, Some Kind of Wonderful, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, The Sure Thing. And suburbia, if we do it that way. And suburbia. Wow. Ooh. I feel like there's, I mean, I know that uh, some kind of wonderful and pretty in pink are John Hughes. Right. But I don't know, I don't recall him being involved in any of those other ones. So that is what kind of throws me for a loop there. I don't know. From Hell was directed by if the I, Hughes brothers. <laughs> if I add Valley Girl. Uh-huh. And Fast Times. Oh. They also fall into this category of what they all have in common. T. Yeah, they're all, well. <laughs> I mean, right. Fast Times and Valley Girl are in our series, but I'm trying to figure out, like, what these all would tie in with those. I don't know. All right. Are you ready for the answer? Yes. I'm ready. You look like I'm you're ready. still trying. I, well, okay. Yeah, but... All of those movies take place in Los Angeles. Oh, well, sure thing. I guess oh. kind of mostly it, it, they they're huh. driving across the country in that one. Well, I'm just trusting the good old internet. Gotcha. These are not things I've created. He's right. San, San Dimas is in Los Angeles because that's where Bill and Ted's famously takes place, right? Don't they go to San Dimas High? I don't care. Go ahead, Andy. You're what doing are good. you a fact checker? I, I got this <laughs> off the internet. All right. Okay. <laughs> the next chunk will all have something in common. Okay. And we will start with uh, 1983. Tom Cruise, Leah Thompson, Craig T. Nelson. Oh, it's, um, oh, what's the name of it? Oh, Andy. Prefontaine. All the Right Moves. Okay. All right. I was going to say losing it, but that's Shelley Long. All right. It is. Thank you. 1985. Mm. Matthew Modine, Linda Fiorentino. (laughs) I'm crazy for you. Touch is this just like me a... once oh. and you'll know it's true. <laughs> is that a clue? Uh, <laughs> yes! Matthew Modine and Linda Fiorentino. Oh my gosh, guys. Prefontaine Hoosiers? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> All I can think of oh, with Matthew Modine just... is, is um, in the 80s was uh, Full Metal Jacket. and so, But that would have been 87. So this is pre that. I don't know. Birdie. Gentlemen. I got nothing. 
It is Vision Quest. Oh, never seen it. Is that a wrestling or bike riding? Wrestling. Got it. Uh, okay, 1980. Rodney Dangerfield, Chevy Chase, and Bill Murray. Andy. Caddy Chef. Yes. Go for it. Yep. Yep. 1985. Uh, John Cusack, David Ogden Steers, Kim Darby. <laughs> what year? Uh, 1985. Uh, David Ogden Steers. I'm probably going to stick with him. I'm going to say <laughs> Andy, and I'm going to guess uh, Better Off Dead. You are Ooh, correct. Woo, nice. Gentlemen, Andy has five. Tommy has three. Oh, I have three. Oh, oh from how the, the old mighty round. have yes. fallen. <laughs> so mighty. So Last fallen. one in this round. Okay. 1988, Anthony Michael Hall, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Prefontaine. Yes, Tommy. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> oh, pr- 16 pre- Six. 1988. Oh, 1988. Robert Downey Jr. I don't have anything. I was going to say 16 candles, but that can't be right. So now I'm going to say uh, Hoosiers. Andy? <laughs> well, I was going to say Weird Science, but that wasn't 88. That was 85. Five, I think. Yeah, it was 85 because uh, we just talked about that on the show. But 88 with Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr., you said. Mm-hmm. Um, less than zero. That's yeah, less than. But that would have been like eighty nine or so. And Anthony and Michael had Hall nothing to do with Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, I I can't think of what he would have done in that window with Robert Downey Jr. Interesting All combo. Right. That is a movie called Johnny Be Good. Oh, oh wow! I've heard something of that. I saw. Probably that year, and now I remember nothing and about. Never since that yeah. was when Anthony Michael Hall got a little jacked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, so we have an exciting situation here. Oh my! I feel like Peter Sagal. So Tommy has three, Andy has five. The bonus is worth two points. Oh, what do all those movies have in common? Oh, oh my darn gosh! It. Um, all the right moves: Vision Quest, Caddyshack, Better Off Dead, Johnny Be Good. Never heard of Saint Demas. Andy. <laughs> They, oh. they all involve sports. Yes! Oh, yeah! Andy crushed it! What? Wait, what's Football? the sport in Better Off Dead? Uh, skiing. I have skiing. no idea. That's right. That Good was work. games, gentlemen. Andy reigns supreme. What a fun game Qu- that was. Quizmaster, well done, Andy. I will meet you on the battlefield again. <laughs> we will, indeed. I didn't have a tiebreaker, so I was, I was a little nervous. Mm. I, I was just going to make you guys do a striptease for me. <laughs> <laughs> Completely then, appropriate. Then you would have yeah. been the big loser. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tie of tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you guys ready for some list magic? I cannot wait. The next reel just kicked off its 10th anniversary season. It's going to be a fun year looking at woman-directed films over the course of 10 unique series. And remember, all of these movies will be connecting to this show through our weekly lists. Lists! If you want to vote in next week's list challenge, head over to the talk Show Talk channel in the next Real Discord community, and you can cast your vote there. Tommy, would you like to say anything? Just off the cuff, I mean, if you're not yet a member but would like to become one, just head over to thenextreel.com slash membership. 
For just one, no, backslash membership? How do we talk in internet? We'll never know. For just $1 a month, $1, that's impossible. A month, you can become a one-reeler and join our online community and our Discord server. For $5 a month, that's four more. You will become a two-reeler supporter and can join us for the show live streams as we record, early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, access to the super secret member channels in Discord, and member bonus episodes. That's right, you jerks. Members get a slew of episodes that they can here plus you can now support with an annual donation at either level that's what i do andy did you know that we have an individual satmat feed if i did yes well of course you did if you like tommy love listening to this show in the master feed (laughs) not that there's anything wrong with that it can be overwhelming with the number of shows that we are putting out weekly you can now limit your downloads by subscribing to our new individual feeds that's right each of our shows has its own separate feed in the directories so if you just want this and the next reel for example you can just search for them and subscribe or maybe trailer rewind Whatever the case may be, just subscribe to those shows. It's that easy. And we now have a Letterboxd HQ page. Make sure to visit, like us, follow our stories. And while you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just head to thenextreel.com slash Letterboxd, and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% off discount. This discount also works for renewals, y'all. Now, this week's list ties into Valley Girl directed by Martha Coolidge from 1983. I've never seen this movie. Is that crazy? That is crazy. Think. It's a great I movie. I, and actually, you, of all people, would really also love the remake that came out last year. Oh, great. I haven't seen it's either. a musical and you'll love it. Oh, well, I hope I get a cold soon. That sounds perfect. I think it's I think it's on uh, Hulu. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, I remember that coming out. Um, this is part of the Next Reel's current series, 80s comedy with Coolidge and Heckerling. And the options for this week's list were posted in the Show Talk channel and Discord, and our members voted. And we are talking about Hanging at the Mall. Oh, which yeah. Which describes my entire life. <laughs> I am a total mall rat. I think you're which recording we have been asked this. Not to use. You're recording this from yeah. the mall, right? I might be. I <laughs> love a mall, gentlemen. I do. Truly, madly, deeply. You both I look don't. They terrified. make me sad. Yeah. You yeah. know what makes me sad? Food courts. I don't know oh, why. Makes me em. very sad. Love them. Since this is coming from uh, Martha Coolidge, not Amy Heckerling, I was I was mistaken. I thought it was uh, Fast Times, but mm. I'm sticking with Heckerling, uh-huh. and I'm starting right off with Clueless. Hey, big scene at the mall. Mm. That's love right. Clueless. What do they do at the mall? I don't remember that scene. I don't remember. Oh, doesn't she <laughs> take her friend? Who she likes, but turns out to be gay, like shopping there oh, or something. Yeah, El- uh, not the Elvis. New, Christian. The new boy, Christian, Christian. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great pick. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Really, oh, I need to watch. I thought that, that movie was going to be a steal. It's. I I'm disappointed. I completely forgot about it. Rolling with the homies. It's a great movie. I actually, I, I saw that. It, I was thinking about that one, but I was like. We're covering that actually later at the very end of this entire season. We're going to be doing 90s comedies and we're going mm-hmm. to be covering that. And so for some reason in my head, I didn't uh, include it because uh, because we are going to be covering it. But normally, like my rule is, is if we've covered it, I don't put it on my list. So I don't know why I didn't put it on. But that's a great, great pick. Also takes place in Los Angeles and introduced us to the wonder that is Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, it was very oh, early. Right. Yeah. God, stepbrother Josh. Yeah. Okay. Who has not aged a day. I know. 
Uh, oh, Tom, uh, Tommy's up next, correct? I'm up next? Okay. Um, right off the bat, I want to risk throwing this off the rails. We don't actually go in this movie. We don't actually go into the mall, but we're definitely hanging at the mall for a long time for a very important part. And we go back to it and trees change. We're actually in the parking lot the whole time for the original Back to the Future. Yes, right? we watched yeah. it. The Twin Pines Mall or this Lone Pines Mall, whatever that is, that whole fun Easter egg. Yeah, I hope that counts because it is hanging at the mall, just not inside <laughs> said mall. So yes, Back to the Future. There you go. I did it. When there are terrorists driving around in their van. <laughs> that's right. The, the Libyans. Ready to take yep. you down. Yep. Yep. No, that's a, that's a great one. I love that. Uh, Love that movie, and uh, oh. I think it's a perfect one for this. So for my first one, I'm going a little, um, it's definitely funny, but I'd say it's definitely a black comedy, and it's a Christmas black comedy uh, that Terry Zwigoff directed back in 03. It is Bad Santa, and That's we get right. a lot of mall Santa in this particular movie, and mall elf, too, as uh, Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> who plays uh, the titular B- Bad Santa, is uh, basically just the the worst person and their profession. He and his assistant, um, Tony Cox, are professional thieves. They're working as uh, Santa and his elf so that they can steal stuff at night. And I thought it was hilarious. Um, Lauren Graham is in it from Gilmore Girls. And it, it was a great surprise seeing her doing something like this because, you know, it's just so different from her Gilmore Girls character. And the kid um, that that they end up hanging out with is this strangest little child that I, you just totally <laughs> fall for. His name is Thurman Merman. And he's just kind of a little heavy. He's not very bright. He says he gets bullied, but he says some of the funniest things. And I just find myself laughing hysterically at this movie. So uh, that's my first pick. Bad Santa. Love it. Good pick. Lots yeah, I have never seen it. Oh, I know it's shocking. It's it's fun. It is a fun one. I hear the second uh, ver- the People second film it. is not that great. So if you're going to watch it, yeah. just watch the first one. And if you love John Ritter, you know it's it's a nice oh. it's a nice chance to uh, check who him doesn't? out again. Yeah, exactly. Who he play? Uh, I can't remember who he is. Is he the guy is he like the store manager or something? Maybe. Yeah, gosh, I can't remember. I, don't know the answer. Um, I think okay. actually, That's I think right. you're right. I think he is. So I did it. Okay, my second choice, I feel, is in the same genre as my first choice. And this might be a steal. I don't know. But it was the first thing that jumped to my mind. Also, they made a musical, which they are now making a movie of Mean Girls. Oh, sure. No. I haven't seen that movie in so forever long. It's a great movie. It does, yeah. It does. Mm -hmm. But you weren't a fan of the musical, correct? Or the I'm musical soundtrack? Musical. You are not a fan. Okay, I'm got it. Uh, I have to see that again. That's Fetch, right? Yes. And Amy Poehler? Okay. Good. Good choice. We're still And, t- and Tina, Tina Fey wrote Steen Girls, right? Wrote that, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like it. That's good. Um, yeah. I, I need Tommy. Again, I need to watch that one, too. Mine also takes place at, in school. A lot of these take place, I guess, in school, huh? Yes. Yeah. But this is... Uh, this movie, I think, is beautiful and made me some of the most uncomfortable I've ever been in the theater. Wow. Uh, there 30 is a, Nights. It is not 30 <laughs> Nights. This is, uh, this is Bo Burnham's, I assume, directorial debut, Eighth Grade. Eighth grade. I which I just so I good. loved it so much. And I was like, I'm going to, I haven't watched it again. 
because it's just so hard because it's just so brutally honest but there's a scene that takes place in uh, a food court with uh, her and her sort of her newish sort of adopted friends and it is I could see myself in two of the characters <laughs> at that age and it was not pretty mm-hmm. so it's great and that's, I did it. and that's where she like sees her dad following her or something and she's like super right. embarrassed because like yes. he's just being protective oh, right God, so good that's that's a good one that's a steal actually Oh, I had I had that on my list. So what does oh, that boy. mean? So it turns out I won that game from earlier. That's great. <laughs> if you stole my next one, it does because those each star equals one point. So then we'd be tied. Got so it. Yeah, okay. steel star. So see if you can get one more. Steel star. All right, I'm going to go with a uh, movie that I think. Uh, but we talked about Drew Barrymore earlier, and this is a Drew Barrymore film w- that I just I really love. There are certain roles that uh, Drew Barrymore plays that I just really click with. I think that she can be super adorable when she's, you know, just being a kind of that adorable type of character. And in Never Been Kissed, I I just love the character Josie that she's Grossi. playing there. It's it's great. My wife and I have uh, just a, a personal love for this film because of the way that she's always correcting people um about kind of her gra- their grammar and stuff. Like we just really enjoy the film and uh this is another example of going to the mall and you know she's posing as a high school student as 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 she's a reporter but she's posing as a high school student to get a story and uh you know it's this whole scene you know she's hanging at the mall and and these the she's kind of more friends with the nerdy kids but now she's hanging with the popular kids and has to ignore the nerdy kids and everybody is upset Mm -hmm. and it's one of those moments but really cute great movie never been kissed Good job. Like what was movie. the name of that movie where I think it's John Cryer has to hide from mean people by posing as a incredibly uh, unrealistic high school student? Does that sound familiar yes. to anybody? Yes. Um, what was that movie? I used to love that movie, and now I can't even think about it. I just hiding it out. Hiding out. Hiding out. That was it. That doesn't sound right. Okay, I'll take yeah. your word for it. I don't know. That doesn't like no, ring a bell. I just, yeah, I just had I to look to it up. It. But he's a state's witness who disguises himself That's as a high school one. student so he doesn't get killed by the mob. <laughs> Duh. Boy, if I had a nickel. All right. right. Time for a reboot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the last one on my list, <sighs> I don't think I can't imagine either one of you saw it. It was a Netflix release, a musical, and I got there. <laughs> I was disappointed in the movie, but the highlight was in a big dance sequence at the mall. The minute they went inside the mall, I was like, oh, that's my local mall. They shot oh, this in fun. my local mall. The movie is The Prom. Yeah. And Andrew Rannells oh, does a huge I number. still haven't seen that movie. I gotta see it. My mall at the Northridge Fashion Center. Nice. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's kind of fun to see. That's right. You weren't as overall like blown away by the movie as yeah. you were hoping. But yeah. you, you said that James Corden, speaking of James Corden, he got a lot of hate for that movie. And you said he's fine. Everyone lay off, right? That's what I said. I remember these things. Okay, good. I'm a great listener. What? <laughs> My final movie was between two. One, okay, one, an inordinate amount of this movie takes place in a food court, and they just walk back and forth in the food court. A different one, well, I guess I won't do that one, because that one doesn't count as hanging in the mall. In this one, a food court is used as a drop-off for a package of money and a briefcase, and then someone gets killed in a parking lot, and the <sighs> movie is nine hours long, and it all takes place at a mall, and it's called Jackie Brown. Yeah. Oh. That is the second steal. 
Are you serious? I'm amazing. Look at me. I'm going to call my father. Dad? Dad, it's me. I did it. I finally made you proud. <laughs> Took all this um, time. Uh, oh, Jackie Brown. Okay. I thought yep. that that. Okay. Well, hooray for me. Yes, Jackie Brown. That is one of his probably most overlooked movies. But film nerds really like point that out as like his famous one. I mean, their favorite one and stuff. And I've watched it three times and I keep forgetting what happens every single time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I, I do love it. I think it's it's one of his yeah. greats. And it's yeah, that it's all Elmore the Leonard, stuff. Right? In, yeah. Elmore Leonard, all the stuff in the Got mall. It. I just think it, I find it so interesting the way that 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 whole part is constructed. And and when she comes out freaking out because, you know, somebody yep. stole, like all that stuff, I think works exceptionally well. And then we go into kind of doing some cool uh, 70s, 70s-ish Brian De Palma split screens and everything. A lot of split screens. Yeah, that's fun. I thought it was fantastic. So I had a great time with that one. So, uh, but yeah, Excellent. absolutely. That was going to be my my pick. And so now we talked about it earlier, but say La Vie, it is Bill and Ted's excellent adventure because oh. they do take <laughs> they take some of the famous historical characters uh, to the mall of San Dimas. To, yeah, they, they yeah, go hanging in the mall, and I, I think they get uh, Beethoven play, like rocking out, playing some of his songs on a keyboard in one of the the keyboard shops that are there. Uh, I think <laughs> Freud is like they're they're marveling the escalator when they go up the escalator. It's all sorts of yeah. stuff in the mall, which all was filmed actually. I guess I could say at my local mall here in the uh, in the phoenix area the big ah. metro center mall they I, I wasn't living here at the time but my my wife was and everybody remembers when bill and ted filmed at the mall there so anyway that's my final pick bill and ted's excellent adventure we did it Woo! Did, we did. did anybody have uh, any backups my only backup isn't really hanging at the mall but it was uh the mitchells versus the machines because so much of it takes place in a mall yeah Cute. but i know that's not hanging at the mall but neither's back to the future <laughs> yeah, I know. Hang well, at that's, the mall. My other one was probably going to be controversial too, because it's not hanging at the mall, but it's driving through that's, an entire mall and Blues Brothers. That's yeah. I had that one too as a backup. Uh, I also had yeah. Weird Science because uh, again, they they go to the mall and they get you know the Robert Downey Jr. dumps the icy over yes. their heads, um, yes. and then two movies that we've talked about on the show before. So I didn't put on Terminator Two, Judgment Day, and The Silent Partner, and one that I was mm. actually hoping to watch. I never pick them if I haven't seen them, but and I was hoping that I would have had a chance to watch it this week, but I didn't. But I've heard great things because because it just sounds like such a strange movie. It's Chopping Mall, and that's because like a bunch of high school kids decide <laughs> to go party at the mall at night. But this mall yep. happens to have been. They've just installed these robot security guards in the mall, and now these robots are like killing all the kids all night. So. Oh. I know the cover. I know the poster for that movie. It's like it doesn't even make sense because that's not. But it's a brown paper bag with handles, and there's blood coming out of the bottom of it. Right. You know, like when you go to the mall with your brown paper bags. It's just like even Bloomingdale's that has work. brown paper bags. Yeah, but they say brown paper bag on them. This is just like a, a Ralph's bag, Mandy. Don't oh. you come at me about chopping mall? All right. All right. Fantastic. All right. Um. Well. I wish I could talk about malls all day long, <laughs> but uh, the topic for next week has already been picked, and next week's film is, Andy? It, we are going to be talking about uh, Amy Heckerling's 1984 film, Johnny Dangerously. So that topic has already been picked, and now if you want 
to hop on to the Show Talk channel over in Discord. You can vote for the movie in two weeks, which is, drumroll, Martha Coolidge's Real Genius. Yay! Great. Very exciting. Yeah, so head on over there and vote. We, we, we need votes. It's fun when it's out of our control. <laughs> and, right? And it's just like, the people have spoken. We got to do this now. I like that. That's absolutely true. I like being told what to do. What? Okay. <laughs> Took a turn. Um, is there anything else, guys? This has been a dream. Thank you for hosting Mando. It has Appreciate been fun. It. Just so everybody knows, our annual questionnaire is now up on yes. our website. So if you head over to truestory.fm slash the next reel or any of our shows kind of in that umbrella, like the Saturday matinee, you will find a banner at the top, a big yellow banner. And it, it has a link there. You can click it and you can fill out the questionnaire. One lucky person who fills out that questionnaire will receive a free year of membership. So it's worth oh. it. It's going to be me. I love a banner. <laughs> I love a questionnaire. Yeah, I, love I love winning. I love things I can click on. Yes. I love lamp. Okay. This has been Tommy Metz the third. Hooray! And Andy Nelson. Huzzah! And I am Mandy (laughs) Kaplan, and we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our Originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.